ho, everybody! Welcome on into another episode of a Dicey Experience. We're super excited to have you all here, and uh, we're gonna be passing it on to some good old friends of mine who are super excited to play some games with me. Aren't that right, Mr. Lazy Man? Yes, it is. Oh boy, and what will you be doing tonight? Well, I play a rabbit, so maybe some hippity hoppity. Woohoo! And below me, I got a, a Mr. Mr. Meerkat. Hello, Mr. Meerkat. Hello. Oh. I'm Mr. Meerkat. Mr. Meerkat, uh, what are you going to be doing tonight? I'm going to be playing Lucas Fenway. Wowee. You'll be cooking up some good food tonight then for us, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. And last but not least is, is Mr. Stolen. Hi, Stolen. Hi, everybody. That was so high pitch I couldn't even hear you. <laughs> oh, boy. Hi, everybody. Yep. Can't even hear you at I all. Hear <laughs> 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 Apparently, I can get higher than I thought. I'm proud. That was impressive. <laughs> How about we go like this? Oh boy, there we go. Where are we? I'm stolen, and I am playing Crew Saipan, the Warlock Turtle. Oh, Mr. Warlock Turtle, are you ready to kick some butt? Oh yeah. All right. <clears throat> well. Last time, our players did some amazing things. I can see it on Lazy Man's face right now, ladies and gentlemen. His eyes are wide and looking back and forth like he remembers everything that happened in the last episode. Isn't that right, Lazy Man? That is absolutely correct. And I'm <laughs> so confident that I'm going to pass it off to Stolen to answer that question. <laughs> Stolen, does Lazy Man remember everything that happened in the last episode? Of course he does. And, and therefore he should recap it. Oh. You know what? I, I think that's an excellent point. Um, but being that I'm not the captain, that doesn't feel like my responsibility. So maybe that's something Meerkat could, could take care of for us. Last time on the fates. The last episode was pretty much us trying to get into the terrarium and being chased by two vessels, boats, one being the cult that we saw way back on Linguina and still trying to figure out what that is. And then the other was Liska trying to chase us down for unknown reasons at this point. And then us getting through a, a whirlpool some explosive barrels, fire, dead things in the water, and then eventually getting through all that and then unknown. Like we ended with you guys going through the mouth and realizing that you're gonna have to go down the gullet of this dragon turtle. Not a dragon turtle, a dragon turtle. As I said several times last time. And you watch as this gullet starts to lean down a little bit. And you're realizing more and more it's going to be a waterfall. You guys brace on tight as you're now no longer going 180 degrees. You're starting to go down, making a 90 degree turn just down into the gullet of this beautiful inside of a dragon turtle. Fall for what feels like an eternity. Splash! Hit the ground. Well, you hit the base. The ship is in turmoil. The brothers begin to panic. They run around and start repairing things. They even hand random things to um, Kumba. They hand random things to Drake and tell them to go start fixing random places. They um, they run up and they start handing up random nails and tools and boards up to our wonderful um, little uh, dragon friend that lives up in that space, uh, Freddy, Frederican, and tell him and, and two of the sisters in there to keep repairing the kitchen a little bit. As they're running around trying to maintain all the food that they were trying to cook and prepare before they started getting washed and thrashed around a little bit. And Lily still sits on the front, now having reclaimed her flame sword from Crew, in fear that she was going to lose it as you guys were going down the waterfall. Um, there was a point where Crew was about to fall out, and uh, she went and grabbed your hands, and you thought she was trying to save you, and then she just released your hand from the flame sword and took it from you, and then patted your hand and walked away. But you survived. That's the bell. I mean, that seems fair, to be honest. <laughs> Part of the course, anyways. But it's just you three. 
You are now in, well, crew, you're the one who can see. Everybody else is in pitch black darkness. Because neither a herringon nor a human can see. Here, the dripping of stalactites. Stalagmites, whichever were the ones at the top. Tights. tights. Mm-hmm. They hold tight to the ceiling. They don't mightily hang on. No, no, they hold tight to the ceiling. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> Slide tights. Awesome. Hear them dripping water around you. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Smell is almost like still water. Not a lot of movement, though you kind of still feel your, your boat moving forward and being kind of pushed away. It's not as hard as it was before. You know that smell that you kind of get when water's not quite stagnant, but it hasn't moved in a while. You feel it's almost like a slosh as you're moving through directing this boat. It's still a little murky down here. It's almost like that green sludge that kind of grows up in the water is, is pushing around your boat, still giving plenty of movement and, and wait for your boat to come through. You feel like you should have a sense of peace and relax just for a moment, knowing that Fleece is not coming behind you and no one else should be as well. But there's still a sense of just eeriness that lingers in the air. Rude, you're kind of looking around and and you're seeing still the same kind of dread and death that you saw from above with other boats that are broken and shattered around you. There are definite uh, a small sense of smell for you that's a little bit more evident of, of death because you can kind of see the, the death that's kind of carnage that's going on around you as well. You're realizing that if you're going to make it through this, you're going to have to navigate it well as well. After a moment or two just sitting in this darkness, what do you guys do? I'm going to pull out crew. What do your turtle eyes see? I see a lot of rotting bodies, a lot of broken ships. We're still in this. We still need to navigate very safely through this, especially since our ship is in so much turmoil as it is. Did we, like, ride a waterfall down or something, or did we just appear? You rode a waterfall down. So there's a giant waterfall behind us, just... And that's what's kind of making you move forward right now. It's kind of giving you that little bit of a push. Sean is going to take his pistol and do something he hasn't tried before. Instead of putting a bullet in it, he's going to stuff, like, a little rag, like a handkerchief down in there and fire it off and see if the, uh, the powder will, like, catch the rag on fire and then shoot it forward and work kind of like a flare. I'm going to need either a survival or an intelligence check to see if it's going to work out well for you. Okay. Let's see. My intelligence is negative one. My survival is one. So I'm going to try survival. Let's see what we get. 14 works surprisingly well it's like a little uh, little lighter it lights up you can now see the drips and drops of water that are kind of tapping against the bottom of your boat there and the ones that are kind of just kind of plopping around in the water around you do I see any kind of like light at the end of the tunnel type thing not yet um, what you are beginning to notice a little bit though is a little strange because you are expecting to look up and see stalactites hanging onto the ceiling. And you see the drips of stalactites, but you see stars. Roll me... Roll me a history check, John. Me. Well, I'd imagine you being a pirate and, and navigating the boat, you would have some idea what your stars look like, right? Six. None of these stars are right. That you can tell. <laughs> they don't look wrong or right with the six. They just look like stars in the sky. There, there's bright dots up there. Anybody know what those are? They're fireflies. Yeah, I thought it was some kind of bug. But they're not moving. They're hibernating for the summer. Are you suggesting fireflies migrate? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, have we noticed how much water we're taking on? Do we need to be quick about this? Uh, roll an investigation check for me, crew. If you're concerned. 15. It feels like you might be taking some water on, but at the same time you got a pretty good idea that the brothers, Kumba and Drake, kind of got a handle on it, but if you distract them, you won't have a handle on it anymore. So the four of them need to continue to work on it. So I'm going to yell over at Lucas. Lucas, I'm going to start shooting some Eldritch Blasts 
so that you can kind of have a direction on which to go so we can continue to navigate around all this destruction down here. Sounds good. Let's go. Okay. Um, you're going to just that. Yeah. So like, if we need to keep going straight, I'll shoot it forward, right, right, left, left. Yeah. Things seem to be functioning pretty well with that. It seems to be like you're lighting the way a little bit. Um, eventually Lily kind of catches on and she ignites the sword. She does that though. You kind of mm-hmm. start hearing some squeaks. Um, sounds similar to like bats, but you don't see any bats. Who's driving the boat? I am driving the boat. You are driving. You're you're at the helm. Okay. Yep. Jean, what are you doing while these these two hooligans are doing their thing? You hear the sound of these bats as well. But yeah, Jean is running around and strapping things back down. We were starting to throw stuff overboard and try and lose some weight. So he's just going back, and after that massive, like, 90-degree fall, just trying to put things back in order. Very cool. After a brief moment, look up while you're moving around, Jean. Um, make a perception check for me. Okay. 15 plus perception. Is my nineteen. Nineteen. Um, hey, there's a stalactite. That's odd. You haven't seen one yet. And then it flips upside down, and it's coming right for your face. I need you to uh, make me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Eighteen. Eighteen. You're able to move out of the way as this dark mantle lands in front of you. Um, it's going to make a surprise attack still. Um, I'm assuming 13 misses. My armor class? Yes, my armor class is 15. Okay. It sings one of its tendrils at you. And you kind of hear it make a boop, 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 type sound. Um, and I need you guys to roll for initiative for me. There's something blooping at me. Bloops are never good. Natural 20. Nice. So you got a 19? Uh, 18. 18 for crew. I have lost my pencil. Good. Use a crayon. He's eating them all. Shut up. His beard isn't actually red. It's uh, it's from all the crayon juice that drips out. Yeah, crayon juice. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's pooping rainbows later. You know it. <laughs> all right, twenty-five to twenty. Eighteen. So twenty to fifteen. We have an eighteen for group. Anybody else? Oh no. <laughs> 15 to 10. 14. Lucas, this is getting pretty bad. Okay. And, um, my man, your cat, what'd you get, buddy? Eight. Okay. Not not terrible. Not horrible. It's respectable. Yeah. (laughs) Be a lot worse things. So, crew, um, you're at the front of the boat, and uh, here's Jean. Hey, yo, hey, there's a thing blooping at me. What do you do? What kind of thing? And I'm going to keep my perception out the front of the ship just to make sure that we're in a clearing where I can put my attention elsewhere without rounding into something. Jean, it's your turn. Say anything? It's my turn. Uh, yeah, so John's gonna hold up his pistol with his little flare and see if he can get a good look. And have I seen anything like this before? Yeah, roll me a um, pers- uh, 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 a history check. Nine. No, this thing's ugly. It, it's a blooper. I don't know. <laughs> it's doing things to me though. Sean will look at the blooper and 
say, are you friendly? And uh, I know common elvish thieves can't draconic still in a giant, so I'm going to try all those as I'm kind of backing away and trying to keep my distance from it. You're going to try backing away from it? Yeah, we'll, ju we'll just take a step. All right, we're going to um, take an opportunity attack. Oh, no. Is it like a friendly opportunity attack, though? Like maybe yeah, he's, yeah, he's like trying to pat my shoulder. He's going in for a, he's going in for a hug. Yeah. Um, 19 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Yeah. What, what is it? I think, so. I think he said it was a mantle. Mantle? It's a dark mantle. Um, so it looks like... It looks like a stalactite, but then like the bottom that kind of flares out like an octopus a little bit. It's got these like tentacles at the bottom. It's got eyes that go all the way around. So when it's hugging the top of the ceiling, it just looks like a stalactite. Uh, okay. But now gotcha. it has fallen. Now it looks like a stalagmite that's on your, um, on your ship. But it is teeny tiny and it is swinging at Jean. <clears throat> oh, good. For four points of bludgeoning damage. Um, and it's now attached to you. Not friendly, not friendly. And John will swipe at it with his rapier. <laughs> okay. Make it, make it attack. Nah, that's gonna miss. Uh, ten to hit. Ten to hit? Yeah. Um, that does not hit, no. Okay, yeah. That's my turn. And it keeps making this noise. It's going to... Um, now that it's attached to you, it's going to attack with advantage. Uh, it's a 13 hit. It does not. Dang. Good. So it, it's attached, and it's like you're like flailing around now a little bit, like what the crap? You're swinging that sword, and it's trying to like hit you again. Um. Oh, wait, maybe maybe it's just flailing. I don't know. <laughs> Come help. But um. Another one falls from the ceiling and it's going to try to land on Crew's head. Crew, um, I'm betting a 17 hits your AC. The 17 is my AC. Man, so it's going to land right next to you. It's going to make it some noises there. That is. And um, John's like in the center, you know, kind of streaming, flying about a little bit. Um, Cruise at the front now, another one's gonna land next to him and go next to him there. And out from the side there, Jean, a much larger to pop up. It is um kind of like orange that. color in nature. And it crawls up the side of the ship. Lands kind of a little bit of a distance away from you. Um a good you get five feet away from you. And it looks as it kind of looks around a little bit. Looks like a giant starfish with Bikes underneath each of its little fin things. Um, the center of the starfish, once it's kind of crawled on top of the the ship, kind of pops out a little bit and looks around, kind of alien-like. Um, looks like it's got a bit of a helmet on with armor going all the way down each of its little legging legs there, and it kind of looks around for a minute until it notices that you are until it notices that you are close by with a dark mantle attached to you, and that is the thing that has been calling it onto the ship, and so it. it Looks at you and it kind of makes a type sound. Um, another one appears. Oh, they're bad. You. They're bad. They're definitely bad. Behind. Run away. You hear Lucas and it crawls up on the back of the ship. About, um, about, f I don't know. I'll, what is that, like 30 feet away from me? Is that this thing here? Yeah, it is the, the, that thing there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it lands about 20 feet away from you. Um, and this one's different from the one that's down there because you see this big brown and orange thing crawl up right kind of close to Jean there. This is now like a yellow and purple that appears behind you. Um, but its spikes that will be underneath its fins are more sticky in nature. Kind of like more like suction cups. And it's got a purple head that pops out that's super skinny and thin. But its top of its head's really wide brimmed. Um, yellow in color. And it is um, going to make a... Are we going to do that? Gonna ask me if I'm friendly. As you friendly? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So it is going to 
charge up a little bit, um, and you see, like, its mouth kind of makes a little... kind of opens up a little bit, and you see what looks like almost like a little hyper beam coming, building up inside of it. And it shoots a, a um, radiant pellet at you. For a natural 20. For a total of... Oh, gosh. Fourteen points of radiant damage. My AC is twenty, so that still hits, right? A natural twenty would still hit, yeah. AC is twenty. Goodness. Um, it's gonna go for a second one of those. Or no. It, or no. Cool. All right. Um, and that's that's what's kind of starting to appear up on your ship there. Uh, Meerkat, it is your turn. This thing just fired at you. Yeah. Uh, it is. Not, with the, not close to me, so I will try and run 20 feet towards now, John. Do that, you're jumping over rails. So I'm gonna need some acrobatics, check if you straight line like that. Sure. Let's go for it. Okay. Acrobatics? Yeah. Fifteen. Uh. <laughs> Fifteen. Okay. Um, it's not the prettiest you've ever seen, John, but he, he does kind of hobble over those those railings <laughs> pretty impressively. Um, it's yeah. all that heavy armor he's wearing. At one point, you see like an oven mitt get caught on the rail, and he has to like pull on it for a second to get it to come off. So more of like a Hulk bash smash through, get over the railing, and less of a Spider-Man <laughs> super Please. nimble look cool landing. Exactly. I just kick the railing <laughs> out and then just calmly walk through it. <laughs> uh, I think I'm still too far away. Yeah. He had rolled like a 5 through a 7, uh, or 5 through an 8, I would have made him kick the helm. And it would have like <laughs> turned the entire boat. <laughs> uh, I'm going to... Where... I thought that I saw Jean on the... I'm under that white green thing. We're in the same space. In the middle of the boat. Here. Yes. Um, I am going to cast Guardian of Faith. It last fourth level spell. And I'm going to cast it right beside Jean. Okay. Here's your Guardian. Or, no, wait. I'll give you the Lily tokens. No, you can move it. Here's your Guardian, Jean. Uh... I don't think it, a guardian can move. It's it it stays in place. Uh, any hostile creature within ten feet um, must succeed on a dexterity saving throw. When it appears, or creature for the for the first time on its turn. Once it's dealt sixty damage, it goes away. So uh, it is going to appear as a swole Lucas with an even bigger Franz than I have. Wonderful. Uh, a swole Lucas appears next to you. John, he's got a he's got a big old Franz and he's just standing there. You've been working out <laughs> very recently. <laughs> It doesn't speak, so it just stares at you. <laughs> <laughs> and intimidation. I'm impressed. <laughs> Suddenly, now cruise turn. Did you guys do hear some pretty close by? So I'm going to turn towards the thing that fell next to me. Okay. Oh, so you must be Jean's new friend. And I'm going to cast Hex on okay. it. And then I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast at it. Okay. Um, it is a ranged spell attack, so you can roll it with the thing next to you. is with a disadvantage. I will take a step back. Alright, opportunity attack. Or a 18 plus. Uh-huh. And he does stick to you, and now he's attached to your body. For 9 points of bludgeoning damage. Nine. 9. Yep. I guess since he's stuck to me, that means disadvantage. Yep. <laughs> just blast yourself in the face. <laughs> uh, 
16 to hit. It hits. Thirteen points of force, okay. three points of lightning, okay. and three points of psychic. Not looking too good. That's it for me. Okay, John. Swole Lucas is standing next to you. This is a crazy creature attached to you. John is going to take another swipe at the tentacle that is attached to him, attempt to free himself from this creature. He's going to do what? Swiping my rapier oh, okay. at the tentacle in an attempt right. to free myself from the creature. All right. Uh, 17 to hit. That hits. Four. 17 points of damage. Right. It's not looking too good. Can I move away from this thing? And like drag it with me. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to. I probably haven't seen that anything landed at the front of the ship, so I'm going to try and move. My uh, my guardian in the face cannot move, and it um, if it's within ten feet, it attacks just if we Okay. Uh, so Jean's going to just try and move ten feet back towards Lucas. Right. Awesome. It's the start of the Dark Mantle's turn, so it needs to do what, Lucas? A uh, dexterity save. Dexterity save? Okay. How's a six look? Uh, it needed 14, so it takes 20 radiant damage. Yo. Uh, what is this What is this radiant damage look like? How does it How does it work? He, the swole Lucas just turns around in a very, like, mechanical motion with its, uh... Uh, Franz out and just whips around and it's great. Just you see, you start to run away, Jean, and you see Franz suddenly is right in front of your face. I was about to hit you, and you like close your eyes real tight because you're afraid. And you kind of hear this thing kind of as it burns alive next to you. It comes off you. Jean tips his hat to the swole Lucas. It, it can't speak, so it's just <laughs> <stares at> you. <laughs> um, the dark mantle attached to Lucas is going to make an attack. All right, dark mantle attack to crew. Going to make an attack with advantage because it's attached to him. Awesome, eighteen plus four. Yay! Eight points of bludgeoning damage. Um, and crew, will you roll me a d4, please? One. One. Awesome. And a single dark mantle starts falling towards our main man, um, Lucas. And it's going to... No, no it doesn't. It's going to he, miss and land right next to you. He actually rolled a zero, so... Yeah. That's why. <laughs> Is that... that it? Okay. Well, well, he has a negative two, so <laughs> really, one of those dark mantles should just disappear. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, the the orange creature-like thing um, pops up. Is going to get his attack from the the Lucas, the swole Lucas. The one that oh, uh, not quite sure if it what kind of health it has. It doesn't say. No, no, no. Sorry, it's not attacking the radiant creature. It's the start of its turn now, so it. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so he's make a dex saving throw, right? Yeah, dexterity save. No. No, it, it succeeded? No, it, it failed. Okay. <laughs> it, it's an automatic 20 points of damage. Automatic 20? Just a straight? Yeah. Oh but it, it, it can only do a maximum of 60 points of damage, and then it disappears. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's, it screams, pain, and crawls over here and it hangs on the edge there kind of kind of catering on the corner of this hole kind of holding on each end with the quarter of its hole this hole and it's going to make a multi-attack against john yeah that makes sense. not rolling that dice anymore all right and a second attack uh is a 20 not a natural 20 just a 20 yeah nine points of bludgeoning damage 
and another one of it up here on the ship. Crawls its way up here. And it's going to use our assist movement to dash next to Lucas. The purple and yellow one also dash this direction. All right. Now it is uh, Meerkat's turn. Well, seeing as I am being surrounded. I am going to use my action to disengage and run towards my guardian. Yeah. Uh, that is my turn. Come. All right. Doom. 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 Getting closer and closer to the front of the boat. A crew, it is your turn. This thing's attached to your body. Here's some fighting and things. You hear go big explosions and burns from below, but you can't quite see what's going on because this thing's kind of distracting you at the moment. You do hear the thumping in front of you. What do you do? I'm going to uh, take my claws and dig into it and try and pull it off. Great. Make an attack roll for me. Uh, ten. That does not hit. You can't seem to quite get your claws to pierce the skin of this this creature. I'm going to stay where I'm at. John! How big are these starfish things? Is it, like, starfish-sized or larger? Um, so the, the dark mantles that fell from the sea on the stalactite mite things, they're small. The thing that's standing next to you right now, the big orange creature, is a medium size. Okay, so not creature, big so. enough. Or not small enough for <laughs> me to pick it up. No. It's like a very small starfish that are just like... <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty massive starfish, yeah. Okay, okay. But this one nearest me that got hit by the, the totem is looking pretty nasty, right? Not healthy. Yes, yeah, it's, it's looking like it's hurt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I will just use my rapier and try and jab between some of those armor plates that it's got and see if I can't finish it off. Sounds good. It's an 18 to hit. Um, 18 hits. And 15 uh, points of damage. 15 points. Okay, it is 17 barely points. Sorry. 17 points? Okay. 17, yeah. It's like... <sighs> just barely hanging on and breathing. Okay. And then Jean is going to back up 5, 10, 15, 20 towards the front of the ship uh, to help out crew. 20. Okay, um, it's going to make an opportunity attack against you. Uh, it does not because I have fancy footwork. And after a melee attempt, the creature cannot make opportunity attacks against me for the rest of my turn. Nice. Okay. Is there anything else you would like to say, DM? <laughs> I revoke that ruling and uh, <laughs> but, playing yeah, my that's, game. <laughs> that's my turn. Cool. Right. Um, so, very cool. We're going to have uh, the Dark Mantle attack uh, crew. Uh, it does not. The other one is going to move at a distance. You're surprised by this because it doesn't look like it's very tall, um, but it does fly to you. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it starts to float and fly over by you, and it's going to make an attack there. Mr. Lucas, you watch this, it's kind of the underneath of it, kind of like capes, and it's like, bloop, bloop, kind of like pushing like a, like a, a parachute from high, elementary school. Bloop, bloop, bloops its way over. Or a yay twenty three to hit. Lost. Yay for nine points of bludgeoning damage and it's sticky and stuck wow. to you now. Okay. <laughs> it's it's excited. Um, Lucas, go ahead and roll me a uh, d four. 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 Good. Great. Awesome. 
No, it doesn't sound good. I'm excited for it. So, um, there are going to be two that land close to Jean. What? One. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> I need to like reload my save or some one shit. And another one next to Lucas there. So, Jean, let's see if we can get your, any hits. Um, 15? Uh, that is my DC. Okay. AC, sorry. Alright, so they both land next to you and they miss. Brew, they miss. Lucas, it misses. Alright, uh, it is now the the uh, other starfish turn. The one that's barely breathing tries to crawl over and is going to make two swings at... Our good friend Lucas here. Shit. Alright, the first one is a 14. So that misses. Yeah. Second one is a 22. Yeah, that hits. 11 points of bludgeoning damage. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> Lucas isn't looking to. That's not good. This one can also... Well, that's a... Uh, quite move there, because that's where that thing is at. Yeah. The crow's nest is right there, so... Um, so it's gonna start trying to dash towards Sean. It's gonna dash up to Sean. Is it run by me? Yeah. Well, kind of. It runs by the around the backside of the um okay. the crow's nest. So does it need to make a deck save to get over all the uh, you know like the dinghy that is jumping over and that there's a hole there? No, it has a climb speed. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> the radiant priest thing, though, is going to try to shoot some some of its radiant pellets at um, good boy Lucas. The radiant what? Radiant pellets, pellets like like little oh okay. like a bullet seed type situation, you know? Okay. And, you know, the first attack misses and the second attack misses. You see these two radiant blasts pew, pew, by you. All right. Um. Coo coo coo. Uh, Meerkat, it is your turn, buddy. Didn't nobody ask me? Oh, nobody asked you. If you don't want to go, you don't have to go. Sorry, I didn't. I think. Uh, Did Kruger? Kruger went. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kruger went. Sorry. John went. The enemy's turn. The two enemies went. Sorry. Okay. Oh, God. I don't have any area expels, so I'm just gonna use my spiritual weapon i'm gonna summon that uh is your other guy a concentration spell no okay. and spiritual weapons on concentration either oh, wow um must be nice to be a cleric yeah <laughs> i'll summon the giant ladle right beside me and i'll have it attack the creature that's on me okay for a 11 to hit? That does not hit. Okay. I will... That was my bonus action. I'll just engage again to get away from the two that are right next to me. Okay. And... I'm gonna move here. I'm gonna move right behind the Guardian. Uh, what I'm trying to do is get close to crew and John so I can cast Bless. But it's only a 30 feet range. So I don't know if crew can get slightly closer to me. It's a long So, way how there. would Lucas tell his teammates that? Instead of metagaming across the table here, how would Lucas tell his team, <laughs> get a little closer to me? Crew, do you, if you want a little help, you have to get closer. Your response, crew? I'm on my way. Wonderful. Wonderful. We gotta be back in that roleplay, guys. Come on. It's a DD podcast. <laughs> cool. All right. Meerkat's turn has ended. The thumping continues. Suddenly, a large, giant starfish appears next to you, Mr. Crew. It's big and green. And I see one tentacle come up to the top of the ship. Another one come to the top of the ship. Spikes all across the armor of the top of its body. Smaller spikes underneath of it. It crawls, pushes up forward, and you see this. I like head just kind of turn and look at you and it kind of 
And first time with your dark dark vision, your devil sight, you're starting to see the walls begin to crawl around you a little bit. Um, it is going to make an attack roll against Mr. Crew. It misses. I'm going to switch dice, and it's going to try to swing again. This big old arm comes, comes up and <laughs> slams next to you, Mr. Crew. You're able to dodge it away just barely. Second attack comes up. It is just trying to get a grasp and a grip right now of this side of this boat. It is not quite latching on. It is trying to pull itself up still as it's trying to come over the, the edge of the boat there. But it is definitely swung twice to try to hit you as it's coming up. Um, okay. And then you watch as it starts to come up. And a tongue kind of suits out of its body. Um, I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw. That's not too bad. Uh, 16. You're able to get out of the way as this tongue comes flying past you. See as it kind of like latches onto the railing there, wraps around real tight, and then it pulls back, breaks some of that railing off of the edge there from beside you, and it pulls it to itself. Kind of drops it and kind of makes that sound again, and you still see the walls begin to move around you. Brew, it is your turn, sir. Been informed by your friend to move closer. This giant thing has now appeared on your ship. Well, now that something has appeared on the ship, that looks even worse. Uh, I'm going to ignore said command from Captain. <laughs> um, I actually am going... If I move, the creature moves with me, correct? Correct. Okay. I'm just going to move over here. So I'm not leaving the big creature's uh, area. And I did get a little closer. And I am going to cast Thunder Wave at 4th level. Yes. Thunder Wave at 4th level. Okay, which, so all, all three of those... Uh, which is a um a con save con save okay so just a little guy and the big guy need to make it because this guy's still well we can say that you you kind of get it nope okay he's attached to your body i see i see my rule master there kind of giving me a look like no he's he's an enemy he still gets hit all three of them get hit but if he's on the same yeah. square see so yeah. thunder wave so thunder wave is in front no thunder wave it's is a, a 15 foot yeah, cube pull around it's yeah. a cube yeah. It goes out um, from him and then pushes things away. Okay, yep. okay, okay. Alright, all three of them will need to make. Um, we'll need to make is it cons. Is it a 15 cons. foot cube? 15 foot cube. Alright, both the little guys fail for sure. And okay. the big guy got a 12. Alright, so you said you said the big guy got a five. The big guy got a twelve. A twelve. So they all fail because okay. it's DC fourteen. So they all take uh, twenty six points of thunder damage. Yeah. Okay. So and they are all pushed ten feet away from me. All right. So both of the uh, both the little guys are dead. All right. And he's pushed ten feet away from you. Yep. See him start to fall off the edge. He does make a dexterity saving throw. Good enough, though, for him to <laughs> grab onto the side of the boat. And just push 10 feet away from me. And then as my bonus action, since the one guy died, I'm moving my hex over to him. Okay. Um, you still have some movement left. You... Okay, fine. John! Well, they took how much damage? Oh, it, you said I have movement left. Then yes, I will take the rest of it that I have. How much damage did it take from that 26? 26. So I move 5, 25, there. Okay. Guys, there's something coming up the front that is not friendly. Yeah, you're starting to see a mess down below, too. More things? These are bigger than bloopers. John! John is going to do a thing. <laughs> The thing I'm going to do depends on where I can move to. Okay, Jean is going to rabbit hop 15 feet towards the front of the boat. It's a bonus action. 5, 10, 15. Um, and it does not provoke opportunity attacks. And then he's going to run another 25 feet to the front of the boat. Yeah. He's going to pull out 
reach into his pocket, pull out one of those orange balls Gosh. that the uh, dwarves gave him, shove it into the uh, pistol, and shoot down at this thing. Okay. Um, look up a wand of fireballs for me. Wand of fireballs. Okay. One moment. Hold on. I'll put it on the so you fire this thing off. It's one of the several that you have. Um, it goes out from your gun. It kind of leaves a trail of smoke behind it. <sighs> um, and it is like casting a fireball spell with a DC of 15. Okay. Um, so at a 20 foot radius, you're standing pretty close to it there, Jean. So you're also going to have to make this dexterity saving throw. Oh, no problem. Okay. <laughs> what I tell ya? Dexterity? Yeah. That's a f- 24. 24? Great. Yeah, you you pass what? it. Um, it got a 3. Nice. But you're going to have to roll uh, 8d6 fire damage. What? And you're going to take half of that since you were successful, so... You're going to roll 8d6 for me there. Okay. Uh, I have something for deck saves. Oh, if it's I fail them. Never mind. Okay. Uh, 8d6, you said? Yep. And as a rogue, do you have evasion yet? Or anything like that? Or can you dodge? No. No. Yeah, yeah 8d6 fire damage. Now, question, DM. Uh-huh. I can use sneak attack on range weapons does this count still as a ranged weapon to get sneak attack yes i'll i'll give it that okay and um, i'm also going to mark this guy's favorite foe okay now question for you uh-huh is um is uh nameless set to fire no no okay i'm assuming he's like below deck still helping patch things up is doesn't he if he's set be set to a certain element type you get resistance yeah i think normally he's lightning though it's like when he's okay. just walking around that's his base you know format sounds good okay yeah yeah but good watching out though isn't sneak attack is there any when is it within an ally i think it's because i'm what, what do you call it the swashbuckler, swashbuckler. yeah swashbuckler I can do it oh, okay. with uh, if I'm the only one within combat of them within. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Let's go. Words, salad. Forget about the swashbuckler. Yep. Good call. I appreciate it, Mirkat. Thanks for trying to save my monster. Oh wait, no. <laughs> Triple damage. <laughs> Forty-one points of damage. Forty-one points of damage. Yes. How do you want to do this? Yes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so I fire the fireball bullet off, and it explodes and envelops this thing in just a, a gulf of fire, and it shrieks and shrivels and. I'm standing there thinking I'm the most amazing thing ever. And then the wave of fire comes up over my face and like sweeps my ears back and like the tops of my ears are just like singeing smoke still. <laughs> you look like um the professor from Back to the Future after something's exploded in his face yeah. with all the hair going back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of turn around, you get a little bit of that dust and kind of put your thumbs up a little bit. Um I did blow you back. You're breathing kind of heavy. Yeah, so how much damage was that? Do you remember what I said? 41. Okay, minus... Well, but some... Not not all of that was a fireball. Some of it was the favorite foe in the sneak attack, so I'm going to subtract that real quick and try and save my character. (laughs) Uh, So... 30. What's half of 30? 15. 15. Oh crap, no, it's 51 minus 15. That is why I have a 
calculator pulled up on my computer. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're 36. working on it. 36? Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Alright, that's my turn. You guys watch as all the bloop, 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 bloop and the, ah, and the call, different calls they were making. Silence. The room goes pitch quiet. As you hear the creature kind of shrivel up like a spider and just into the water. Your boat kind of bumps over it like it does when it hits like a porcupine or something in the road. Like your car does, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys all live in Texas. You know what it's like to hit roadkill. Can't say I've ever hit a porcupine, but... <laughs> yes. Wait, our... our the walls that were moving they... towards the water... <laughs> The walls that are moving towards the water to come towards your boat stop and freeze, and they begin to scatter a different direction. The creatures on the boat begin to let go of you guys, start trying to move off of the edge of the boat. Do you guys do any reactions as they start to move away? I'm not close enough. So I'm just going to scream, Yeah, y'all better run! All opportunity attack the one that this saw from me. Okay. How do you want to kill it? Uh, is it comes off me and then hits the ground I'm just gonna raise my rolling pin and just slam it right into the squish it yep. they begin to flare off a little bit he knows as they begin to move away the strange stars that you don't recognize begin to fall away sunlight begins to hit your eyes the smell changes it's fresh it's new it's clear look around sun out the smell of salt water is there the weather's a little bit more different than what you were experiencing just a few moments ago outside of the Dragon Turtle. It's more of a Caribbean tropical sunshine, sunshine type feel. A little more relaxed. Yeah, the sun's a little bit of a deeper orange in the sky. But those creatures are gone. Your boat seems safe. You are now out on open salty water. Uh, everybody roll me a perception check. Eleven. Fifteen. Ten. You guys all breathe a sigh of relief as you hear Jean call out. Land ho. Let me hear your best land ho. Uh, I don't refer to them like that. Uh, they are doing an admirable job keeping sailors warm at night. And that's just not the uh, language I typically use. Great, great, Jean. What, what, what would you say if you noticed that there's an island ahead of you? Landmass. There's an island ahead of us. You breathe a sigh of relief when you hear Jean scream. There's an island ahead of us. <laughs> That's what begin to fade out this episode of a dicey experience. Hey, wait a minute. I don't think those were fireflies. By God, I don't think they were. In the freaking recording. <laughs>